0: How to Keep from Backsliding. Welcome and thank you for listening. We are in Psalm 26 today. If you'd like to follow along in your Bibles, if you're able to do that, we'll look at all 12 verses today. Psalm 26, the Bible says, Judge me, O Lord, for I have walked in mine integrity. I have trusted also in the Lord. Therefore, I shall not slide. We'll stop there. That's the first verse. I shall not slide, he said. The Christian life is one of a constant upward climb. I don't mean that it takes work in order to be saved, but after you get saved, you are to grow in grace. You are to be more and more like Jesus every day. You should look back in life a month ago, certainly a year ago, certainly five, ten years ago if you've been saved a long time, and you should see growth in your Christian life to where you are more like Christ than you used to be as the Lord teaches you things and you learn things and you grow. But whenever you go back, that is called backsliding. If you become less like Jesus Less faithful, it literally means when somebody is a backslider or they have backslidden, it means that they have apostate. An apostate just means that you've turned from the truth, the truth of the Word of God. And that term is, is actually, it's, it, I wouldn't know if I'd call it common, but it's, it's in the scripture many, many times. Jeremiah likes to use it, Hosea. Proverbs fourteen four says, the backslider in heart shall be filled with his own ways, and a good man shall be satisfied from himself. And David says here, judge me, O Lord, I've walked in mine integrity, I've trusted also in the Lord, therefore I shall not slide. I don't know about you, but I don't want to backslide. I don't want to be a backslider. I don't want somebody to be able to say about me that I used to live for God, but now I am backslidden. I don't want that. Now, how do you keep from backsliding? And that's the subject today, how to keep from backsliding. And I've got six practical points, and they all come from Psalm 26. How do you stay close to God? How do you continue to abound more and more, to approve things that are excellent, to be more faithful, to point more people to Jesus, to please God more and more in your life and in your thoughts, your affections, all of that? How do you continue to grow and not backslide? Number one, be open to examination. Be open to examination. David said right out the gate in verse number one, judge me, O Lord. Verse number two says, "Examine me, O Lord, and prove me; try my reins and my heart." So many times people resist judgment and examination. There's this uh, popular thing going around the last, I don't know, a few decades, that it's 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 wrong to to judge. It's wrong to be judged. Nobody can call you on anything or else they're judging and the worst sin in the world is to judge another but you know you need to judge and have discernment on whether something is right or wrong and when you go to the Lord you should be wide open for judgment and for examination what a what a prideful attitude to think that you have now arrived you are just exactly like Jesus you're holy in every way and if somebody Maybe points out something in love to you that you should probably fix or might be done in a better way. Or if you hear a sermon and something steps on your toes, how dare he? He's judging me. Well, now, easy, easy now. Uh, okay. Uh, he, uh, David said, judge me, examine me. I want to know if something's not right so I can fix it. So be open to examination. That's number one. Number two, to keep from backsliding. Number two, Keep your eyes on God and in the Bible. Keep your eyes on God and in the Bible. Verse three says, for thy loving kindness is before mine eyes and I have walked in thy truth. Stay faithful to God. Keep your eyes right on the Lord. Don't worry so much about what people around you think. Worry about what the Lord thinks. And if you truly believe, Strive to please the Lord. You'll please the right people and in the right way. And then he says, I've walked in thy truth. You got to stay faithful to the word of God. Stay right there in the Bible. Don't ever be able to say, I used to read the Bible faithfully. I used to love the Bible. Not read in a while, but I read it before. No, walk in the truth. That means live in it, obey it. So be open to examination. Keep your eyes on God in the Bible. Number three, this is important watch your influences. Watch your influences. Verse 4 says, I have not sat with vain persons, neither will I go in with dissemblers. I've hated the congregation of evildoers and will not sit with the wicked. He says, I've not sat with vain persons. Vain persons, that means people that are living for empty, meaningless things. If you hang out and fellowship with people that are vain, and live their lives for empty, meaningless things, pleasure, money, whatever. That will affect you. Neither will I go in with dissemblers. A dissembler is somebody with hidden motives. They're pretenders. They cover their true intentions. And if you're around somebody, and you're hanging out with people, and somebody comes around, and they're, they talk a certain way to them, so talk real nice to them, and and say nice things to them about them. And then that person leaves. And as soon as that person leaves, the person you're hanging out with, they start gossiping about that person. Well, wait a second. What a two-face. Get away from that guy. Get away from that lady. Somebody that's political, that's manipulative, that's a dissembler. Um, in verse number five, I've hated the congregation of evildoers of the wicked. Those are people who live lives against the Lord. Now again, I mentioned something about judgment a second ago. Judgment is is discerning between right and wrong. Okay, in this context, you must judge in order to identify these people. And and uh, it, you know, if you see somebody and you discern that somebody is vain or a dissembler or like a pretender—that's what dissembler means—somebody uh, who is an evil doer, somebody who is wicked. Will not sit with the wicked. He says in verse five, "You have you are free." to make that determination, that judgment. And you're not just free. You're supposed to do that, okay? You have to do that in order to guard your influences. Now, I'm not talking about refusing to speak to somebody, refusing to try to reach them for the Lord. But there's a big difference between being kind to somebody and trying to reach somebody and fellowshipping with that person, hanging out with them, enjoying their company, doing things with them, being their their close friend, being in their inner circle, that kind of thing. You got to watch it. If you want to keep from backsliding, you got to watch your influences. In verse 9 and 10, it says, gather not my soul with sinners, nor my life with bloody men. Bloody men is somebody who's guilty. There's blood on their hands. Um, Verse number 10, in whose hands is mischief and their right hand is full of bribes somebody who does wrong and then tries to cover it up, who just tries to manipulate and kind of run the situation and try to have power over the situation. Stay away from people who try to do wrong, who are not transparent, who lie about their intentions. Otherwise, you will backslide. Those people are prone to gossip. They're prone to criticize. They are prone to being fake. And that will lead you away from Christ. It'll cause you to backslide. All right, so how to keep from backsliding? Be open to examination. Keep your eyes on God in the Bible. Watch your influences. Next, number four, glorify God constantly. Verse six says, I will wash mine hands in innocency. So will I compass thine altar, O Lord, that I may publish with the voice of thanksgiving and tell all thy wondrous works. When you glorify God constantly and you make it your lifestyle, that's your goal. You're thankful all the time. You're always looking for an opportunity to praise God and to thank God. I'm telling you, the difference between the people in verses 4 and 5 and 9 and 10, those sinners, those hypocrites, those fake people, those vain people, and the person who is looking to glorify God, huge difference, huge, huge. And you can always tell. Somebody that is looking for an excuse to be thankful and somebody is looking somebody who is looking for an excuse to be critical and to complain and to sin. Be around the people that are thankful. Be the person who is thankful. Always looking to give God glory. So that's number four. Number five, how to keep from backsliding, stay faithful to church. Verse number eight says, Lord, I have loved the habitation of thy house and the place where thine honor dwelleth. Love it. Don't just go. Love it. Don't drag into church Sunday morning. Run in. Don't just slough in there and just kind of saunter in and and sit back in your seat, sit in the back and say, let's see if this guy is going to give me a blessing or what. Let's see if the music's any good this week. No, skip in. Look for a way to be a blessing. Sit on the edge of your seat. Open up some notes. Get a pen out. Find something that God wants to teach you today. Go up and encourage as many people as you can. Say amen. Smile. Love the house of God. That is a guard against backsliding. And then finally, number six, how to keep from backsliding. Take responsibility. Verse number 11 says, but as for me, I will walk in mine integrity. Redeem me and be merciful unto me. You know, eventually, at the end of the day, you have to take responsibility for your own spiritual life. God sent His Son, Jesus Christ, to die for us. He made the way of salvation. When you accept that way of salvation, you have the Holy Spirit of God living within you. The Word of God is readily available to everyone under the sound of my voice right now. And it doesn't matter what you might perceive as an obstacle in your life to spiritual growth. Eventually, You can't blame anything or anybody other than yourself for not growing in the Lord. When you backslide, there will will always be what you will be able to call a good reason for doing so, but there's not. There's not actually a good reason. You've got to say like David, I will walk in my integrity. I'm doing this. I'm going to live for God. I'm not going to backslide. I'm going to continue to grow. When the Holy Spirit says, do this, I do it. When the word of God says this, I do it. When the preacher says this and he preaches from the word of God, I'm going to go ahead and do it I'm going to be happy about it. I'm going to love it. I'm going to glorify God. I'm going to watch my influences. I'm going to keep my eyes on God and in the Bible. I'm going to be open to examination. I'm going to stay faithful and I'm going to take responsibility. And when you do that, we get to the final verse in verse 12, my foot standeth in an even place in the congregations will I bless the Lord. When you do all these things. You're not prone to backsliding. Your feet are in an even place. Hope that was a blessing and an encouragement to you. Lord, I pray that you would help the listener not to backslide. Every single one of us are prone to doing so. Nobody has arrived. And until we one day see you in heaven, we're going to have to continue to climb. And Lord, once we stop doing that, once we stop upward climbing and guarding against backsliding, we are prone to backsliding. Help us, Lord. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen.